Hey, this is Wes Robinson from Blair Witch, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Fabulous. Hello. Well, hi, my name is Stacy. I'm with Pagee Gary. I'm Brandon. This is Tom. Hello. Tom, we love the show. And what I'm really interested in is the tone going into this next season. We, I love the pacing because, we, of course, we have this conflict between Claire and Isaac. Right. And it's not something that immediately gets resolved, but it kind of happens. It's dictated by the necessity in the script. Tell us about the process of kind of pacing that out and what your plans were kind of moving forward. Well, the main reason Seth wanted to move the show to Hulu was to liberate our storytelling from a constrictive running time. Uh, and because we were, our stories were getting bigger. Our emotional, our emotional stories required more TLC, real attention. And our editor was leaving too much on the cutting room floor, like good stuff. And so he got it moved for that main reason, and you can see the difference. Um, we never would have probably attempted to do a story that dealt with suicide when we're having to wedge Colgate commercials in as quickly as possible. Like, you have to really deal with it intricately and, um, and very carefully. Also one Did I answer your question? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. So we're also one of the, you know, there's not a lot of shows that move from network to uh, to streaming. So, but we were always a streaming show. Right. We we wrote it like a streaming show. We shot it like a streaming show. And and by the way, Fox is amazing. They were great to us, but there was just too much. We weren't using our full arsenal. We had great actors, great writing, battles we wanted to expand, jokes we wanted to tell, and this was our ability to do that. We still cut things, but we cut for stories. Not because. Uh-oh, 4130. That's it, we're done. Exactly. Can I ask about, can you guys discuss a little bit, oh, sorry, the, uh, the decision to, to steer away from the comedy that everybody was expecting from in season one and, and lean more into the sci-fi and the heart and uh, more honest I wouldn't, So, in the first season, obviously there was this expectation among many people that this was going to be a satire. Seth's intention was always to do a, a, a really great science fiction film. First and foremost, a great science fiction film. And that meant there was going to be comedy, the characters were going to be more accessible and down to earth. But, but he did something very shrewd and I think smart in season one. The pilot, there was the pilot, and there was a second episode about Ed and Kelly in an alien zoo. And then about eight, eight episodes later was this episode where, called About a Girl, where Cortis uh, uh, and Clyden's baby deals with a sex change. And Seth, which was a very uh, dramatic and controversial episode, he moved it to episode three. As he said, this is the show, and we need to declare ourselves right now that this is actually the show that we want to do. What you saw was an evolution 
in the next two seasons more toward dramatic storytelling with comedy frosting. Some people I've seen online kind of want some more comedy, but it was really the design of the show. I think, because comedy for comedy's sake interferes sometimes with the stakes. You know, you don't want to be cracking jokes when there's life or death stakes going on. I think the show right now is exactly the show Seth intended from the very beginning. Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't. And this is not the last of the humor even in this season. And it's sort of like, this is gonna, I, I'm not trying to make this sound pretentious, but you know how like Picasso can draw regular, you know, he can draw very, very technical art, but he does what he does. Like Seth and these guys are really good at comedy. They sort of wanted to expand. And... They, the, the comedy they can wheel that at any second. And I think if we continue four, five, six, eight seasons, you're going to see you're going to see funny episodes. But they, they have so much in their repertoire and on their palette that they want to be able to expand into other things. And I think that's part of it. This is sort of like a, it's like almost like a flex. So we can be this too. So, so while we have seen uh, Star Trek tropes, including time travel, what other Star Trek tropes will we be seeing for the rest of the season? Well, where are our own? Or, or, or next season. Oh, much. Well, I feel like Oroville's become its own thing. Yeah. And we don't think about Star Trek when we're making the show. No worries. I'm not trying to be defensive. I'm being authentic. Um, if, if we're dealing with a trope, we always try to obviously make it as untropish as possible. Um, look, you're obviously, there are some major storylines to be resolved both emotionally and tactically. I mean, the Kalon situation isn't over. Something big's gonna, gonna happen soon. <laughs> we got two more episodes. Um, you've got romantic entanglements and, and other character arcs as well. So I would say everything that's coming is all very horrible. Yes. And, it, and we pull from a wide range of, of, of influences, too. It's, you know, we're all big sci-fi fans, but literature and history, so it, it, it's a big, uh, it's a big uh, pool to which to pull from. As long as the simulator doesn't break down, right? As long as the simulator breaks <laughs> down, enough. Yeah, we won't. That, I can, that, that I can use all that. Won't yeah, right. <laughs> it blew, he blew it. We got nothing left. He made Dolly. There's nothing yeah. left. <laughs> what are you going to do after that? Well, thanks guys so much thank for talking. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm dropping. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! <laughs>